are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are LA Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Paul Strolley right here on LA Talk Radio. You are indeed, and this week, Paul, Yes. I am Michael Sterling. You are Michael Sterling, yeah. and I am Paul Strolley, and it's just that easy. It's <laughs> it harder to follow. It should only be that easy Sterling and Strolley, Sterling and Strolley. Say That's that right. three times fast. Uh, Sterling and Strolley, Sterling and Strolley, Sterling and Strolley. See, those words have lost all meaning. <laughs> you know? Oh, God, it's just like everything else in the world, right? <laughs> We would like to thank our sponsor, Breakdown Services, the entertainment industry standard used around the world, providing the most professional means to reach talent agents, as well as actors when casting a project. To learn more about Breakdown Services, visit BreakdownExpress.com. We'd also like to acknowledge PerformingArtsLive.com, one of the Internet's most prominent listing sources for the live arts in Southern California. We're grateful to Performing Arts Live for lending their support to our weekly live arts calendar. Uh, and let's get right into who our guests are today. We're going to actually have a call in in a couple of minutes to the man, the legend, Lorenzo Lamas, who I'm very excited to talk awesome. about. Awesome, yeah. Because he's got that uh, promotional or that uh, in-concert thing, Joseph, yes. the amazing technical dream coat. He's going to chat with us very briefly. But in studio, we have a great uh, friend of State of the Arts, his second time here. Our first guest uh, performed the title role in Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Phantom of the Opera more than 2,000 times. Oh, just that's, that's Imagine. heroic. Yeah, <laughs> during, heroic. <laughs> during his run on Broadway in Los Angeles, where he remains LA's longest running phantom, and in San Francisco, where he received the Bay Area Critics Award for Best Actor. Subsequently, he was chosen by Hal Prince and Lloyd Webber to play the leading role in the world premiere of Whistle Down the Wind. With his barely scratching the surface of his acclaimed career, we're delighted to welcome him back to State of the Arts, Mr. Davis Gaines. Woohoo! Yes. Having a problem with our audio. A bit of an audio problem. Yeah, we're having an audio problem with our applause. I don't know. Maybe maybe they can hear it. I just can't hear it. I heard it. Did you hear well, it? Yeah, it was vague. Sure did. Vague. Really? Did you yeah, hear the applause? Not a very big crowd, but I heard it. It is. <laughs> well, sometimes they don't listen. That's yes. Right. Sometimes they don't. And also, Paul, joining us today, uh, a lovely lady who will be arriving here shortly. She plays opposite Davis in Musical Theatre West's Man of La Mancha. She received a 2009 Oliver Award for her performance in Zorro. That would be Olivier. Uh, Olivier. Oh, excuse me. For, yeah. Forgive me. How, how I went to. I took Lawrence out because I figured <laughs> brevity was the word of the day. <laughs> so you and made apparently me say, I should have left it in. You made me say Oliver. <laughs> Thank you I very much. I love that show, though. Oliver. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the Dickensian Award. Forgive me. <laughs> Theatre world, forgive me. <laughs> Olivier Award for her performance in Zorro, the musical on London's West End, and on an Ovation Award for Best Actress in That's That's Kate. Ovation. Oh, <laughs> yes. Ovulation. Uh, ovulation. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's a very, that was for the vagina monologues. Yes. Oh, my. In Kiss Me Kate, actually. Yes, at Reprise. But wait, there's more. <laughs> She'll be with us shortly. Uh, yes. she's, uh, she's on the Disney lot right now. Is she? And running over here to do this show for us. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's nice of her. Yeah, I so think so. She'll be, she'll be coming in on the fly. She will. But uh, right now, I'm going to try to finagle the uh, complicated uh, console in front of me and attempt to call Mr. Lorenzo Lamas. And Michael, if you would be so kind as to uh, give the... Uh, Intro to Mr. Lamas while I att attempt to contact him Absolutely. telephonically, as Absolutely. they say. Absolutely. Yes. With over four decades, ladies and gentlemen, in the entertainment industry, Lorenzo Lamas is an international film, television, and stage actor, director, producer, and singer. 
He is best known for his nine-year run as Lance Cumson on Falcon Crest and for his five-year run as Reno Reigns on Renegade. But that barely scratches the surface of his storied career, which includes the upcoming role of Pharaoh in Musical Theater of Los Angeles' production of Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in concert. Welcome, Mr. Lorenzo Lamas. Well, we're dialing the phone right now. Hopefully, he will pick up shortly. Yeah. We're scratching a lot of surfaces today, I we just realized. Are. i gotta, I got to find a new metaphor there. there and you go. hopefully, this will be Mr. Lamas. It's exciting. The anticipation. Mm. <laughs> this is Lorenzo Lamas speaking. Uh, this is Paul <laughs> Strolli from State of the Arts calling on behalf of Paul Strolli and Michael Sterling. Mr. Lamas, thank you so much for joining us today. We're delighted to have you via the uh, electric telephone, as they say. It's a pleasure to join you today. Oh, thank you, Lorenzo. Michael Sterling here. Thank you so much for coming on. We know you're busy with this fabulous production that you're getting ready to do of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Playing Very excited about it, yes. Playing one of the great roles in the show you are, aren't you? Well, it, it's uh, it is somewhat of a showstopper that role, you know. I mean, <laughs> to uh, put it mildly, yes. I just I, I like it. I jet in and I jet out, you know. <laughs> uh, that is that is it. I was I was lucky enough to see the uh, I think it was the the one with the uh, was it Bill Bill. Bill Hutton. Bill, Bill Hutton. Hutton. Yes. I was lucky enough to see that production, and I tell you, when the Pharaoh makes that entrance, it's just sort of like, boy, that is the meatball role to have, because you just come. It is. It's the very definition of a show. It's Joseph great fun. It great is. fun. And I actually saw Donny Osmond uh, when he was in uh, Toronto. Um, I saw him play Joseph uh, up there in Toronto. This was back probably 95, 96. That's right. Um, yeah, so it, it's, you know... It's a great family musical. It, it's just a terrific show to bring everybody to, and uh, and what's more, it's fun. You know, Lorenzo. I mean, the, the the parts are bigger than life. So the sets are magnificent. You know, the costumes are amazing, and uh, I'm really looking forward to working with, uh, you know, with with the, uh, the the theater with you, Michael, and and uh, Aaron and uh, Mark Pizarro, uh, the director. We've been speaking about the role, and uh, I think. Actually tonight, uh, I'm going in uh, and and just uh, getting it up on its feet for the first time. So. Fantastic! You're also working with an amazing, talented young man who replaced Donny Osmond in the national tour of Joseph, and that is one David Burnham. Right, I've, I've heard wonderful things about him. Wait till you uh, see my this good guy. friend uh, uh, Barry Pearl, who uh, does a lot of theater, you know, back east and yes. out here. Uh, Barry, if you remember, he played. Um, he played. He, he was in Greece. They played Duty, one yeah, of the oh, Seabirds. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, you know, we've we've remained uh, friends over the years. And he he worked with David, I guess, before he got that touring uh, uh, company uh, Joseph uh, role. And uh, he thought the world of him. He said that when David uh, came on to the project that he was working with, that everybody had a feeling that this this guy was going to, you know, just blow up. And, and uh, yeah, so. he did explode. I and mean, so he, he did, yes. He, of course, starring on, on Broadway subsequently uh, in, in Wicked and also doing the national tour of The Light in the Piazza, playing the, the male love interest in that show. He's a spectacular singer and also... One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, so I hope you enjoy the experience. Which is which is good because as we talked about last week, it's just a shame. It's nice to see someone who is so just ungodly homely. 
Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see this guy. He's, he's like you. Uh, yeah, he's like uh, chiseled out of marble, yeah, this guy. Exactly. Just, yeah, 20 years ago, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't oh, sell no. yourself short. No, but that's, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it, it's, it's going to be a great show. You know, we're throwing this thing up in no, with no time, mm, so right. it, it really is going to be a little bit of vaudeville, a little, little bit musical comedy, but, you know, there's such talent involved. <laughs> then I know it's going to be a fan and, favorite. And, and and what you said earlier should be uh, should be reminded. It is it's it's a great family show. But it's uh, one of the reasons that it's a great family show is because, you know, we were saying when talking to Bonnie last week, there's every single type of musical style in this uh, production. So it's like if you don't like, you know, if you don't like country western, wait five minutes. If you don't like calypso, wait five minutes. If you don't like rock and roll, wait five minutes. It's a it's a great show and uh, and best of luck with right. it, sir. Well, and, of this? course, it's it's for a great cause, Josh Groban's charity, Find Your Light, yes. uh, you know, to benefit children that are suffering from domestic violence, uh, you know, uh, other various charities that he, that his foundation uh, donates to. Uh, so it's a worthwhile cause, well worth, you know, the 40, 50 bucks that a person would spend to buy a seat. Um you know, so you're getting a show, and you're also helping a great cause. And you're I doing mean, that, that's a, a great thing. combination. Exactly. Right. But we're going to tell people how to come and see you, Lorenzo. And it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Musical Theater of Los Angeles presents Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in concert with Lorenzo Lamas and David Burnham and another uh, several fantastic uh, cast members and an amazing uh, honorary committee that is... Uh, uh, chaired by uh, Jack and Lindy Groban. Josh Groban's uh, parents actually have come on board with that, which is sweet, and Kristen Chenoweth and so many others, at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills on the 15th of February. That's this Wednesday. Yes. And it is a 6.30 Technicolor red carpet and Joseph in concert at 8 p.m. Immediately following will be an exclusive VIP post-concert event, and, and uh, we'll combine some additional entertainment, also benefiting Josh Grubbin's Find Your Light Foundation. And here's how you get tickets. Orchestra seats, balcony, mezzanine at that beautiful theater, or VIP tickets are available by going to the following website, musicaltheaterla.org, and that is theater spelled R-E. So musical theater. LA.org. Pick up your tickets there. You won't want to miss this. It's one night only. You've got Lorenzo Lamas and David Burnham and a cast of plenty. Mm -hmm. Sir, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, and uh, good luck with everything uh, this uh, this week, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at the theater. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for joining us. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. Very nice. Very nice. Very guy. nice young man. Yeah. And uh, just uh, nice for him to, like you said, make time. And uh, speaking of make t making time, let's make time for Mr. Davis Gaines, who's uh, nice enough to join us here in studio. And Michael, should you want to yes, give him the the intro he is due? Oh, no. <laughs> Please, no. In addition to what Paul said earlier, ladies and gentlemen, about our... About scratching the surface. Exactly, yes. about our first guest. He has also <laughs> performed the role of Cornelius Hackle. And Joseph. In, and the amazing technical. Oh, really? Did you? Awesome. So, Joseph in yeah. Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dream. Probably not in my bio, but yeah, I did that. Cornelius Hackle in Hello, Dolly with <laughs> just, Carol Channing. Just no hold less. up the cards, Davis. Just hold them up. We'll read them. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dolly with Carol Channing, our friend. Yes. Mm. Aside, 
uh, Richard Burton in Camelot and in the best little whorehouse in Texas with Alexa Smith. What a great beauty yeah. and great talent she was and is. Uh, was. His off-Broadway appearances include the Maury Yeston, Larry Gelbert musical 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Oh, that was a biggie. Stephen Sondheim's Assassins. What? She Loves Me and Forbidden Broadway. He recently appeared in Los Angeles in, ni- in 1776, Musical Theatre West's production down in Long Beach, and Parade with T.R. Knight at the Marte Perform. Currently, he's bringing one of the great roles of musical theatre to life for his first time, actually, in Man of La Mancha. At Musical Theatre West in Long Beach, please welcome Davis Gaines. Thank you, Michael and Paul. Yes, it's great to be here. You are welcome. Nice to Thanks. have you back. Great to be here. You yeah. said to to me earlier in the lobby, as we were chatting, that this was one of the most thrilling roles that you've played because it's so multidimensional it and it really is an actor's role, and and you get to hit upon so many different characters, uh, sides of of uh, what the actor can do in this role. Really, rarely do you find something that you can be funny, yeah. you can make people cry, you can be dramatic and. Uh, in the grit, in the best sense of the word, and mm-hmm. uh, and also tell a story that uh, it's timeless. And not many roles, have, some roles have one of each, but not right. yeah. all in one one fell swoop. And well, I've never seen the show. I told Davis that. Have you seen it on stage? Man of the Mansion. Film. Saw the film, but never. No. Well, I've seen sort of like uh, I've seen productions with all the best intentions. Mm. Of uh, I've seen like you know little musical theater. I mean uh, community theater productions of it. Uh-huh. I was a absolute fanatic for the Broadway cast album, the Richard Kiley yeah, album, right. and yeah. uh, was it Julie Daner, I want to say, who was Aldonza? I don't remember. Uh, Daner. D- D- yes. Just yeah. I, I, believe me, I just pulled that out of yeah, the air. Good. I don't remember that. But uh, it truly. I mean, we we're talking about in that description, Michael, that you said. It's just like it. It could be one of the great male musical theater think, roles of all time. I because, think so. Yeah, I would, like I would you, venture to say. I mean, I've had played wonderful. Like the Phantom is an amazing role to play. Right. And, um, I just did this summer did uh, King Arthur in Camelot, which right. is another amazing role. But this even surpasses. Well, those. what you mentioned about the comedy, there's such brilliant uh, comedy in it, and then it is heartbreaking. You know, just totally. We'll, we'll just we'll just take your breath away in terms of poignancy and and Truly. pathos. Yeah, because uh, you know you make them laugh, but then yeah. you at the at the last toward the end of this last scene in the show to hear sniffles. Oh yeah, the crowd, it's just it's and if, but if only the songs were good. Yeah, See, right. That's the thing. That's the you problem. Know? The score. I know? mean, the score. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, I can't recall one song from that. I would say it's it, it's almost like trying to recall one of those songs is an impossible dream. Yeah, really? I just yeah. couldn't yeah. possibly. That's the greatest. Oh, and, and you know, in the, in the original production, in the in the Kylie production, there was no intermission. It was written without an intermission. But right. at, at uh, Musical Theater West, we we added one just right. because people like right. nowadays like to get up and exactly do mm-hmm. whatever they do. So um, we end the first act with uh, Impossible Dream. Oh so my. it's just pretty oh, exciting. Wow. Wait yeah. a Send them is, out for is that about where it would fall, or did yeah, it require some juggling? The first act is a longer than the second act, which as is it should normal. be. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's a pretty good place to stop. Wow. Yeah. I love that show. I love that show. I actually, in one of those community theater productions, I played Dulcinea. Oh, and, fantastic. Uh, you did. Yeah, that was pre-op, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I was. Sure you were spectacular. Uh, I was. Yeah. I was. I, I make a pretty ugly prostitute. <laughs> just so you know. Well, don't say that when Leslie gets. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh. pretty beautiful. Oh, she's. Yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's yeah. a major beauty. 
yeah. major beauty. I'm thrilled that you're doing this. I'm thrilled that I'm too. coming down. I'm going down to see Davis do this show. I mean, we, I wish I could do it more. We only have we yeah. did we opened this weekend. We did yeah. three shows, and now we only have eleven left already. Yeah. It's wow. just it's a quick. It's the regional trip. theater thing. It's crazy. Know? I could do it every night. I love it. It's yeah. just so much fun. Yeah. That has have, that has. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. No, 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 no. That, that has to be un, very very unusual when you consider that you said you have three and you have eleven for someone who's played the Phantom two thousand yeah. times. That's like warm. That's not even not a, a 25 percent of previews. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Normally people have that many previews when you open a show. In oh New yeah, or, or longer. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we're just getting our feet wet, but I just I can't wait to get back there on Thursday and do it again, just oh, to get better. And the audiences down there are so appreciative. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, and it's a beautiful, beautiful space. space. 1100 seats. Not a bad seat in, yeah. in the place. It's it's, it's great. So, and, so nice. and Nick DeGruccio, our director, has done such a great job. At sometimes it's confusing. When you know, he he switches back from Cervantes to Quixote and yeah. what's really going on, but he, Nick's made a point of making it very clear to the audience what is happening. I think it it sucks them in even more cause through through music, through lighting, just through just how he stages things. And oh, really? What's, what's important yeah. in, the, in the script? Yeah. I think a lot of people. It's how he stages it, and lighting and stuff. I think a lot of people don't realize that about this show. They go because they go, oh, okay, it's the story of Don Quixote, but it's not just the story, it's really of, the story of Cervantes. It's the story of Cervantes, yeah. yeah. And he right. was. I mean, is it true that he was? Was he executed because of? Uh, he wasn't. I don't know. He, never he wrote, that, he wrote that. that book, Don Quixote, and right. that's what uh, he pre brings into the prison is his manuscript of. of it's like a play within a play. Right. 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 It's great. It's great. Wow, that is swell. And it astounds I, me that you have not seen it, yeah, though, because you're imagine? Mr. Musical Theater. I know. Yeah. But then again, it's also not mounted very much, come to think of it. I don't know why, to... either. I yeah. don't know why. Well, it I, think it goes through, I think it goes through cycles. I think probably, uh, this is probably its year. Most of the theaters seem to, uh, they push through certain shows like that that become available, and the regional theaters in the country start putting those into the season. I know that's happening with Fiddler on the Roof. No. Mm. Which I saw on Thursday oh, of nice. last week, and down at the beautiful Glendale Center Theater, and, and uh, I had not seen that on the stage, though I had seen the film. Well, then and you need to get out more. I mean, come you on. know, no, I do get out. That's the thing. <laughs> it's the thing. These are older musicals oh, I that I haven't had the pleasure. Speaking of older, I'm actually writing a musical now oh, about a, a barista at mm -hmm. Starbucks. Who is insane and thinks that they're a knight errant? <laughs> yeah, and the working title, Man of La Macchiato. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, that was boy. a long walk for the store to be closed, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? It was, especially that coming from a man who's really played Dulcinea. <laughs> Come on, the man of La Macchiato. I thought that I was pretty I good. <laughs> we should have gotten Starbucks as one of our sponsors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, we would have lost them on that one. Oh, oh Paul, do you want to tell them how uh, folks can see Davis in Man of La Mancha here? I Just so we more get times. in one more, yes. one more plug before I we will, continue I with will, this interview. I will find exactly that information, so I am sure to get it right. This is the Musical Theater West production of Man of La Mancha, which is, this is, is this the kickoff for their 60th anniversary? The, uh, I believe it is. It's their, their 60th the, season? Yes, it is their 60th season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's at the beautiful, as I said, at the beautiful 1,000-plus seat Richard and Karen Carpenter Performing Arts Center on the campus of Cal State University, Long Beach. And tickets are available and can be purchased through their box office at 562-856-1999, extension 4, that number again, 562-856-1999, extension 4, or online at www.musical.org. And I still can't believe that they, they secured... 
entered that URL, musical.org. So, yeah, man, that's the someone, best place to go to get those tickets. One from. day, someone is gonna uh, someone is gonna buy out <laughs> Musical Theater West by offering them like ten million dollars <laughs> for that domain. I tell you, musical.org. But good, God bless them for getting it. I tell you, that's not an easy thing to do. You know? They yeah. always do great work down there. Steve Laudini, who's there's uh, who is their artistic producer, director, and Paul Garman are really fantastic. Yeah, and Steve's also in the show as well. Yes, I know. He plays a really funny role of the barber. It's yes. Hysterical. And it's always nice to see Steve oh, the, uh, the return gold, to the stage. Golden, Golden Helmet of Mombrino. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. This is very yeah. funny. He's, yes. a, he's an Ovation Award winning actor himself. Yeah. Did you know 1776. Because yeah. he played, you know, uh, when I did it a year and a half ago, he was yes. John Adams. Yeah. yeah. He's, and who did you, who did, did you do that? was Rutledge? Richard Henry Lee. You, from, I was Richard Virgin. Henry Lee. See, yes. We have a lot in common. I this. did Richard Henry Lee for a uh, for a charitable production. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? For uh, well, not in the biblical <laughs> sense. Uh, but no, there w- it was a, a fundraiser for Senator Dodd oh, uh, yeah. in in Connecticut. I was about 25 years old, uh-huh. and they had a local fundraiser, and they did like a choral presentation. Nice. And I did uh, Richard Henry Lee and. Uh, and it was a blast. I it love that show. It's one of my favorite musicals. It's one of the most it. perfectly written musicals, isn't it? Yeah. And but that role, though, it's you. You know, you come in and sing this crazy, amazing song, oh, yeah. and you don't come back yeah. for two hours. Oh no, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh <laughs> in uh, it in Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. But you know, the other thing too, Davis, in looking at your career and all that, it, I, I, you would probably burn the place down as Rutledge. Because oh, cool. molasses to rum to slaves song. Yeah. is, uh, I it's a it's a toss up with me. For I don't want to talk about other shows that we're not doing right now, but it's a toss up for me. It's it's a molasses to rum to slaves and Mama Look Sharp, mm, which beautiful. could be yeah. one yeah. of the saddest songs in musical yeah. theater. Truly, that's a heartbreaker. Yes, it is. You it know? is indeed. And and uh, at when I saw 1776, that that was a really those two numbers you just cited yeah. were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, God, you know the. Two major highlights in this show. Yeah, very much so. Glued, riveted uh, to that show. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. You've worked with two of the most iconic people in theater, one being Carol Channing and the other Richard Burton. What (sighs) was it like from each of those, your perspective? Well, I was a kid. I mean, I graduated from Florida State in Tallahassee uh, and moved to New York right after that. And my first Broadway gig was in Camelot with Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I always say I was like 34th spear carrier from the left because I was just, you know, just a kid from Florida. And uh, I got to, you know, watch him work every night and uh, got to know him and hang out with him and be his friend. And um, it was amazing. He was a cool guy and he cared about everybody in the cast. And um, and when I got to play, finally this summer, play uh, King Arthur for the first mm-hmm. time, I could hear his voice in my head as I was doing it and remembering... Wow. His line readings and how right. he approached the role and stuff—it was amazing, and he was a big influence. He was really great. And just, so thus it meant you worked with Robert Goulet. No, no, Robert no. This was, was out of the show at that point. This was the revival that he did in in the 80s, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and Christi, uh, Christine Ebersole was Guinevere, which was okay. interesting, and Richard Muins was uh, mm-hmm. was Lancelot, but um, it was great. He was a cool guy. Really nice. That's guy. nice to know because the name alone, the, his celebrity precedes him. Yeah. It's like so. I remember had a party on the road. We were in the road. I was in Dallas at my. Uh, we had an, a party. A party at my apartment, and the, there was a knock at the door and opened it. It was Richard Burton with a, a ham under one arm and a 
six-pack of tab at, on the other. He came in and he stayed till like two or three in the morning. The six-pack of tab. That, remember, remember tab? Oh yeah, tab. Yeah. I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. It. So he stayed all night and told stories. Is amazing, amazing. But and Carol Channing's another. We still are friends and in touch. And such a beautiful um, lady. So She's a firecracker. Her, her, yeah. her husband just passed. In. Yeah, I know. She and her ever. husband. She and her Harry? husband were our were our second guests, second and third guests. We second should and say. third guests. Ever. He they was were the sweetest man. Oh yeah, she was. Just I'm, a wonderful man. Yeah. No, but it's true what you said about Richard Burton. It's almost like a celebrity of that stature. It's sort of like if it was rock music. It would be like, yeah, I did I did work with Mick Jagger. Or I worked with John Lennon. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just in musical theater or, or, or live theater at all. One of my favorite things in the world is Richard Burton's... Uh, have you heard the BBC recordings of uh, Dylan Thomas's Under Milkwood? That he mm. was, that he does the first voice in, which is that's a production that's not done enough. But that was a written yeah. for radio, really. It's a radio play, and Richard Burton does the first voice. It's a Welsh fishing village, yes. right. just sort of, and uh, just the that voice. It's the voice. It's just like you know. It's like it's like his participation in Elizabeth's uh, in in uh, Virginia Woolf in that film. I mean, yeah. what a riveting piece of work yeah. that is to see the two of them together. You know, really doing what they did so well. Exactly. And, you mean argue? And, <laughs> well, be that as it may, it certainly worked on film. And, yeah. Uh, but I, I, in the in that production of Camelot, I guess I was the closest person to him at a certain point of blackout in the show, and I was assigned to go to him in the blackout to take off his crown and his cape. And so we had this moment every night of the show uh, uh, that uh, we were together alone, and he would talk, how was your day? And how was yours? Fine, thank you. He would just be Richard Burton talking to me and asking oh. me questions about what I did that day. Days before body mics, I would oh, imagine. Well, no, they had mics, but oh, but they just we just turned them off, I guess. Uh. It was just our little moment. And then years later, after he died, um, I was doing a production of Damn Yankees at Paper Mill Playhouse that George Abbott had directed at 99 years old. And um, <laughs> some, somebody came backstage and wanted to say hello as a producer, and he goes... Um, I just been wanting to meet you. Uh, I heard so much about you from Richard, and I go, Richard who? Because Richard Burton. And I went, Richard Burton remembered me and talked about me. Because wow. oh yeah, he was getting ready to do a revival of Long Day's Journey on Broadway, and your name came up as one of the. He wanted to maybe have you as one of the sons or something. I went, oh my Unbelievable! Gosh. I th- wow, what a yeah, nice, incredible. It was a cool nice class. thing to. Yeah. Wow, that is say that's about a. You. Oh, that's a memory to have. That's a wonderful thing. It just you know, it's like and Richard it's also, yeah. it's also it's nice to hear that he wasn't uh, that he wasn't an egotist and that he was just a oh, regular no. guy. And you know, I guess you know, I've found that to Not be. I all. haven't met a lot of celebrities in my life, but the people that I have met, if they're like ridiculously famous like that, mm-hmm. they're usually fairly unaffected because they don't have anything to prove anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the people that are not quite as famous as they'd right. like to be right. that, that feel like they have to put on these airs. Let that. me what ask you something. If there was one person in in the world of the entertainment business that we're all in that you could sit down and have dinner with one-on-one, mm. who would that be? Who would that be for you? Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Tom Waits in a second. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm fascinated by him. I'm fascinated by his writing, by his stage performance, and also by the way that he's completely redefined his musical style over the years. I mean, he's six, 60 plus years old now, and he's still making music as vital as he made it 40 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, just a completely different style. Just the truly a one of the my my top artists, really. Davis. I think I would have loved to have met Jimmy Stewart. And talk to him. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like I like his work. Yeah, I like his yeah. style. I, Very stylish. 
He's yeah. another one that everyone that I don't know anyone who has a bad story to tell mm. about. So him. nice. I just saw a production of It's a Wonderful Life yeah. over the holidays. Uh, in the young man that was cast in that role didn't do or wasn't trying to do an impression of Jimmy Stewart, but he had the essence, the soul of him in this role, and this kid was brilliant. Oh, that's wonderful. Very exciting to see it, and the whole production of it was very kind of uh, done like a film, actually. Now, right back at you, oh, Michael, yeah. same question. I mean, aside yeah. from Zazu Pitts, <laughs> who... <laughs> who? Okay. I remember her because I saw her in a few movies. <laughs> Old I just movies. had to think of the goofiest name you possible. You know who? I'll tell you who. Audrey Hepburn. Mm. Really? Yeah, I would kill to have sat with this woman. Or Elizabeth night. Taylor, too. That would have been interesting. Well, that I was fulfilled. I used to represent her. Oh, yeah. for, for a year. Sakes. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have a have a relationship, right? You know, a sort of a, a Burton and Once Elizabeth removed, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Elizabeth was with nope. Richard during that time period. Mm, but uh, no, that yes, indeed. I mean, I the first time she and I met was at at her home, and I was. Uh, uh, in her study and she was upstairs in her room and it was very late at night and we were getting ready for a major um, event that she was handling the next day, handling, appearing at the next day that we were handling and she was picking up a check for uh, a million dollars mm. for the uh, uh, foundation, foundation AIDS Project uh, Los Angeles that she's uh, been so involved with and was so involved with and she came down, this is a true story too, she came downstairs it was about 2.30 in the morning in a white pinoir, full makeup, looking just like the movie star that she is, was, and uh, it's hard to say that, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's such a recent loss, but um, she sat down and like a little girl joined us on the floor of her den and said, basically, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and wanted to, to know how the event was being planned and how it was coming along. She asked a lot of questions. She um, went to bed like that frequently. That wasn't unusual for her to, you know, be made up and and oh my uh, goodness. and go to bed that way. Wow. wow. And she couldn't have been sweeter. And and it is true about those violet eyes. Wow. Yeah. When you're Stunning. sitting as close as we are from one another, mm -hmm. and you can see that, in, and it's quite something to see the face of Elizabeth Taylor in person. Amazing. And. I bet. Uh, she turned out to be really one of my favorite people that I've had the pleasure of, of representing so nice. in my career as a as a publicist. But I do agree with you about Audrey Hepburn too. I mean, that yeah, and why, why just you know overall just because I was from the first time I ever saw her on the screen, I was so captivated by the essence of of who she was, that kind of lost um, waif, waif, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. kind of thing, and especially in her first film, which was uh, Roman Holiday, I think was the name of it, and. And on to doing such uh, unusual work in, in films like Wait Until Dark, oh, uh, which were... Wait Until Dark was one of my and favorite movies. And the Nun's movies. story. Do you remember yeah. that? No, I, I know of it. I never saw oh, it. Oh, my God. You should uh, catch that performance. She was yeah. something else. To, you know, to Eliza Doolittle. I mean, what didn't she do during her and career? And that face. My and that God. face. And she, she was Breakfast at Tiffany's, too, right? Yep. Breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's. There's one. That, that's, that's a tough one for today's culture. That's one that hasn't... The film itself hasn't aged very well just because of the... Uh, uh, more, mostly the Mickey Rooney portrayal of Asian Americans. Yeah, <laughs> it does not hold up well. And it but she's it, wonderful. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the the musical theater version of that show didn't hold up very well either. Was that Mary Tyler Moore? It was Mary oh Tyler Moore God. and Richard Chamberlain. Oh, that's right. Who that's sat right. in the very chair that you're sitting in yeah. and talked to us about that experience yeah. wow. and with Mary and whatnot. But you know, 
You would think it. I mean, that, that's one of those things that you just think is a no-brainer, is that how could this not work as a musical? I mean, with the prominence of Moon River in the film, right. it's practically a musical. There's <laughs> exactly. so much of an... Under, I mean, the musical underscore is, well, it's Mancini. In a, in, right. It, it's Henry Mancini, too. So it's just, you would think that, of course, natural progression, but... You know, doesn't yeah. doesn't make a musical. And Unlike Rocky, which is which is in the works now for I Did you hear see they're making no. the musical of Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. And that's boy, is, it, is that gonna be an all or nothing problem? Has a, huh? a cast been announced for that? Yeah. Well Oh, I, I don't believe so, no. Actually, you know, I shouldn't make fun of it because uh, I actually saw some clips online and it looks like it could really do well. As a, a gentleman I did shows with in Chicago, I did Laughter on the 23rd Floor with a gentleman named Mark Moratini, and I mm -hmm. believe he was uh, part of the workshop of the forming of it. But St Stallone is all behind it and very oh, excited too. Yeah, so, but Rocky the Musical, hey, you know. I just saw yeah, something on the news about Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They were getting kind of redone, if you will. They, they, the they happened to be in the, in same, the same hospital at the same hospital? time getting soul. Shoulder shoulders. surgery. Yes, shoulders oh, Shoulder surgery. Because they're starring in a film together. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. they were both, you know, together, and they got, and it was actually, someone took a picture with the Schwarzenegger cell phone, and then just tweeted it out, hmm. or what, however you do it. How kind of them. Yeah, well, yeah. no, he, with his, with his. <laughs> with his permission? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Occasionally, yeah. things go out with Arnold Schwarzenegger's permission. Their, their man boobs reduced. Oh, something. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, that would have been a big job, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we exactly. should do our arts calendar, We Michael. should do that, and I do have a text uh, that came in on my phone from uh, Miss Margarita, and she is stuck in traffic, so we are, I, we're not sure if she's going to well, arrive on time. That's okay. Not. I'm having a ball with David. Absolutely. So, uh, and as you, you want to... Uh, and he can talk about his experience of working with her. Yeah, that's true. Uh -oh. He can, he can, he can, you know. Or you know the, the other thing too, Michael, text her and have her call in. That's true. Mm -hmm. I could do that, but you know, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe I. Um, you do that, and I will do the live arts calendar. Okay. Uh, I'll start into I, it. I, uh, you know what, Paul? Yeah. You're gonna have to tell me exactly what our, our number is to call. To you. call in, it's three two three. Wait a minute. Now let me uh, write this down here. Three two three. It's three two three two zero three. Two zero three oh eight one five. So three two three two zero three oh eight one five. And if she calls in, we will uh, we will chat with her. Three so now for the rest of you listening to the show, you can call in too <laughs> and pretend you're Leslie Margarita. Just call in, pretend you're or or pretend you're my aunt Leslie after a couple of margaritas. Oh, she's That's there. Even she's huh? here. That's she's, even better. Uh, she apparently is here. Oh, okay. Well, let's do the live arts calendar and then we'll yeah, see I'll where find her. she's at. Mrs. Helen Alving's struggle with the ghosts of her past is about to come to an end tomorrow. Commemorating the 10th anniversary of her husband's death, a new orphanage will be dedicated in his name. For 29 years, since her mother and two aunts arranged for her to marry the wealthy, charming, charming Captain Alving, Helen has kept a dark secret, the reality of her late husband's deviant excesses. Now, with her son Oswald finally home to stay after many years abroad, a triumphant new life begins. The past will be buried forever. Henrik Ibsen's classic Ghost, directed and newly adapted by Doug Kaback and starring Michelle Danner, will play from March 17th through May 6th at the Edgemar Center for the Arts in Santa Monica, California. And the collective attractiveness of the room Ooh, just yes. went up 100%. <laughs> That's right. Because we now have... Davis walks back here. We now have <laughs> the lovely Leslie Margarita. Hi, Leslie. How are Hi. you? I'm Paul. Nice to see you. I'm so sorry I'm late. It's okay. okay. So sorry Leslie. you had to deal with traffic. Oh, 
getting the text. We were getting updated. It was Look very exciting. I mean, come on. Was I it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't so exciting for me. Lorenzo Lamas was curious. Where yeah, is she? Lorenzo. Oh, you missed Lorenzo Lamas. Bummer. Oh, yeah. Well, now that we have oh, Leslie here, well, we hope uh, that everything went well at, at uh, Disney. We, it, well, yeah. We Did told you get a the job? folks where you were. Did, you get, Did a job? I get a job? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I well, don't, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let me give Leslie her, her intro that she is due. So can I give her her formal oh, intro now? Please. Born and raised. This is so funny. As we were born and raised, I'm just about to read this, but knowing what you're doing, I just I was all tempted to go, well, she was born in a ditch by a mother who <laughs> left her there, <laughs> naked and cold and too hungry <laughs> to, to cry. cry. Yes. I never blamed her. <laughs> you I'm sure she left hoping, you know. Born and raised in California, our next guest trained at UCLA and was soon after chosen to star in MGM's television series Fame LA, directed by Kenny Ortega. She's gone on to star and recur on numerous television shows and pilots, including The Sweet Life on Deck, Charmed, NYPD Blue, The District, The King of Queens, and On the Lot, produced by Steven Spielberg. Don't blah, blah, blah over Spielberg. Oh, this is true. be struck by lightning. I'll never be on Smash. Recently, she starred as Julian Showboat at the Goodspeed Opera House in Connecticut. I love that place. And in the title role opposite Tom Hewitt in Kiss Me Kate at Reprise, receiving an Ovation Award and an L.A. Drama Critics nomination. She is currently bringing Aldonza to life at Musical Theater West. Please welcome the lovely, the talented Leslie Margarita. sound effect. Go I ahead. Have it. Go ahead. That would be better. Your sounds like tens of people clapping have, for me. It's it's not a sound effect. Oh, no. It's a live audience. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh. How are you? I'm I'm good. How I'm are so, you guys? We are just we are just nifty. We were talking to Davis and he was singing your praises. Matter of fact, we had all set oh, set to lies. go. If you couldn't make it, he was just going to talk for you. And yeah, who was yeah. going to play <laughs> I, well, no, the choice was yeah. he was either going to play Leslie Margarita mm-hmm. or I was going to portray my Aunt Leslie after a few margaritas. <laughs> so that was the, and I was going to be filming pretty that. Close. We are so proud of you, Paul. That's really. actually pretty close. I'll have another cheese ball, please. <laughs> Could you please get the car, Bruno? After that Aldonza song is kind of what it sounded like anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my favorite musical. My second really? favorite musical. My first favorite musical we also discussed, 1776. Yes. But oh. Man of La Mancha is a close second. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Have and you I'm done ca- it before? I did it about eight years ago at Sacramento Music Circus, but you get a week to rehearse at the Music Circus, so I have no recollection of doing it. She this. told me in rehearsal, I, I don't really remember don't doing this. At all. <laughs> that, that might be why it's called the Music Circus, because it's <laughs> just it's utter like, madness. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And I and before then, because you know, I was 18, eight years ago, <laughs> I um, didn't really know the show, and so I just crammed everything, and I really didn't remember much. Wow. A few things. I remember the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> who directed bruises. you? Was it Glenn Casal? Glenn Casal. Yeah. 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 Who directed Spamalot that I did there as well. So he hired you again after that experience. He did. Right? Oh, good. <laughs> so you must have done a good job then. Eight years later, but he hired me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you listening, which made you Which made you 26. Yeah. So you were looking for the yes. work. Yeah. Uh, I was. Yeah. You were young. I was. You needed the money. <laughs> I was telling Davis before we started the show today, Leslie, about your... Nightclub act. Oh, all, all hail, hail the queen! queen. It's mm. crazy. That's One of the funniest, brilliant. Uh, Where was it? Uh, I saw it at a level three, a yeah. place that uh, Leslie and was Hollywood doing. And Highland, there's a nightclub there. And oh, really? It's, it's like a rock club that we just kind of took over and. Do you do it frequently? Like every six months, May, I'm going to do a brand new one again. Uh, just, locally? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Same place. Okay. I think. Same place. Well, you know, if you're looking for new venues, Michael's got a brand new club. We have a brand new club. Do you really? Oh, you got to see it. It's gorgeous. Where? Gorgeous. It's uh, Sterling's upstairs at the Federal. Oh, I know the Federal. Yeah. Yeah. And That's the nice. Federal is right across from the Old Port Town Theater. That cool? Yes. yes. But I mean, didn't yeah. it used to be a nightclub? Because I, I was up there before drinking a the lot. The bank? Or, <laughs> is there like a bank or something? It was originally Isn't a Isn't there a second <laughs> floor that's blurry? <laughs> and exactly. It has we, like a little balcony outside. It has a patio, <laughs> yes. Full of hookers and blow, <laughs> isn't it? Fabulous star dressing I'm gonna room. I'm going to have to come in really? we, uh, we open there on April 1st. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Michael Michael sent me the uh, pictures of it, actually directed me to the website, and it's it's actually the oldest building in the San Fernando Valley. 1927. Wow. And it it's brilliant. this Beautiful. funky, yeah. industrial, but, but yet sort of elegant, loft-like space with huge high ceilings and a lot of leather amazing. and burgundy. It's great. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. You'll love it. I love it. Oh, I can't wait. And you know how, how long have I been trying to get I know, you to come? I know, I know, I know. I want to come too. You met because I love because I love your club at Vitello's too. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have to stage. say though, and I don't want to speak. Uh, I can say this, but Michael Michael might not be able to. Uh, I loved everything that I saw at Vitello's. I loved that room. I loved yeah. that vibe. I'm incredibly excited to see what Michael can do with this Amazing. new place because it's really. I think it's finally going to allow him to expand into. What really Vitello's was becoming, you know, but yeah. it just sort of like he needs the room and he needs the space. We have nothing like space. that in L.A. No, 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 we haven't. Mm-hmm. And and this, uh, the Federal is really, it's a very, di- as Paul said, very different. You really kind of feel like you're just downtown in the in, in the cool. village in New York. And, you know, it's very state of the art. And, and they're doing so many wonderful things at, at my asking. They're just saying. What do you want? Oh, that's we'll do so it. Great. As I said, yeah. hookers and blow. Yeah. Hookers and blow. Yeah. He's covered for much. I saw them doing a bunch of construction on that. Yeah. No. So we're very, very thrilled uh, to be there. And we made a, a, an informal announcement about it yesterday. And now right. we're when do you actually open? April 1st. Okay. Who's yeah, your opening April 1st. show? Uh, it's actually uh, Bruce Kimmel's Critcherland oh, is yes. coming there. Hmm. And uh, Bruce has is, uh, signed a, a year deal with us to uh, bring his shows uh, in there. So we're pleased to produce him because there's always great talent people like yourselves or yeah I did his very first one at the Gardenia yeah very very first one yeah oh the Christian line yeah no so we've so we've uh, talked uh, quite a bit about the Kritzer Land things. You've you you've reviewed them. But I have, and I've been very supportive of his work. I like huh? what he does in bringing this these kinds of things back to life. You know, records that he's produced and through yeah. the years and and so forth that are these nuggets yeah. of of uh, great recordings. And we just did a whole two tributes to Michelle Nicastro and yeah. things that she had done during her career. And it's lovely. It's really lovely. Before I forget, I want to put the news, the word out there again on how you can get tickets to the production that uh, Leslie and Davis are doing. This, of course, is Man of La Mancha uh, at Musical Theater West, and this is at the beautiful Richard and Karen Carpenter Performing Arts Center on the campus of Cal State Long Beach. And tickets are available at 562-856-1999, extension 4. That's 562-856-1999, extension 4, or online at the URL I can't believe they ever secured musical.org musical.org I have to say it a third time (laughs) musical.org you know why? because it it irritates me that they got it because I I had a show straight up with a twist and I needed to put a friggin hyphen in it because every straight up straight up straight up with straight up and they were all gone (laughs) musical.org how the hell did they get that? 
Sorry, I'm irritated. It's okay. You know what? We have to fulfill one important uh, sponsor uh, uh, with us, Paul, today. Oh, yes, Anderson Trophies. Anderson Trophies, and it is award season, and uh, we'd like to thank them very, very much uh, for being with us on State of the Arts. What better sponsor to have than one that makes some of the most beautiful awards and trophies for any and every occasion, be it the arts, sports, or corporate events. And Anderson has been providing quality trophies for decades. And for more information about their products and how you can benefit by having the best for less, call Anderson Trophy at 818-765-3770. Or trophy.com. Did they get trophy.com, Michael? No, they didn't. Trophy.net. <laughs> Tap TV. Yeah, something. Isn't the, you know, a, we're so short-changed with Leslie. Oh, I know. She's I just, know, you're going so to have to come back. I'm emotionally scarred. I will come back, I promise. Will you? You should have seen me in this waiting room trying to rush people along. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> go on now. The radio. Okay I'm going to be on the radio. Okay I will you kill you in front your, of a crowd. It's okay, okay you, if you go you in during Are you enjoying doing La Mancha? Are you like oh, it? I love it. It's okay. just the best. And Honestly, everybody who sees it tells me that... They're going nuts over it. Let me just say that. Well, Let me one, say that. One, Such a great one cast. Critic, uh, cri- one critic. Yeah, call, call, do a shout-out to some of the other people who are in the oh, cast. Nice. Do you have Please. the names at the ready? Justin, Justin Robertson. Robertson. He plays it's, Sancho. It's so funny and so real, though. And Sam Zeller. Sam, Sam Zeller. Zeller. Richard Gould is the innkeeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, he still owes me money. And you've, got, <laughs> and you've got the fabulous um, Damon Kirch. Damon's in it. And I, Steve Blavini is the Steve Blavini, Jason, Jason Webb, Webb, that what voice. What a voice. Oh, beautiful Padre. That voice. Beautiful. And then Steve Glaudini is the barber who's hysterical. Yes. Oh, yes, you mentioned earlier the yeah, Golden yeah. Helmet guy. An and incredible ensemble. They're, they can all dance. and. Yeah, it's crazy. AJ and only, yeah, and only 14 too. performances. Yeah, Did you hear that, folks? Left. We should remind people of that. Go see this and only 14 performances. There's only 11 left. Michael, is your chiropractor here, or what was that about? Jeez. I am so sorry. <laughs> Subtle like a you freight know, train there, Sterling. <laughs> Jeez. My, uh, sorry, I one. shouldn't have had all that gazpacho. <laughs> uh, anyway, musical.org is the website. I would actually, I would get tickets quick. They yes. told me, actually, today I tried yes. to get some, and they There's, said we yeah. selling. Well, now, I have to ask you a question, because I was at an event yesterday where... A critic who just reviewed you and gave you a beautiful review, which just came out. Davis actually saw it online. I told him about it, and it's here. It's Broadway World. Oh, God, I know. And he I said thought. there was a you had, there was a little incident or something. Something happened uh, during the performance with with you. Oh, the on opening night. Yes, on opening night. The what happened? Something fall out? Almost. <laughs> The um, abd- what they call the abduction of Aldonza, which mm-hmm. is a giant gang rape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in other words. But gang rape, in the musical, words, did yeah, not fly. Dot org. Um, <laughs> I have two skirts, and Sam Zeller's only supposed to take the first one off. And I don't know what happened, but both skirts ended up coming off, and so the, the abduction had to be changed a lot because otherwise I would have been um, bare butt it's, to the it's audience. It's like Las Vegas version. <laughs> Pretty much. And for a second <laughs> I thought, do I do I do it? And then I went, no, that's a whole other career. Yeah, it was your, <laughs> the, the 10 o'clock show <laughs> is different from the 8 o'clock. <laughs> and when Sam Zeller takes something off of you, you don't want to mess around with that, oh, right? It's huge. No. You don't want to argue. No, and I was like, of course you give it to Sam, the strongest guy. Of course he's going to rip both skirts off. Oh. <laughs> he's massive. Right. And I just I just love because there's there's such a there's such an awareness and there's such a 
you know, in musical theater. It, I just would have loved to have seen the reaction because it's all it's all bravado. It's a rape after all. It's yeah. all bravado that I'm sure it's just like, oh my god, I took both oh, no, your skirts. No, it was just a bunch of boys trying to keep my skirt on. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For change. For change. Right after that, she has just made the most angry song in the world. Sing, just sing the song that night. I said, God, you were so good. She goes. I was so pissed off that my skirts came off. I was using my anger into the next song. I was mad. I was bummed. Because, of course, you know, when everybody's there on opening. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You get that's me. My mother flew in from Sheboygan to see my ass. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well, I Michael so gets I Michael I... gets mad when I say I ass. Not, I don't know, I don't at all. You got mad when I, I say shit. Oh, well, yes. oh there wow. You go. Oh no, you can't. It's, it's well. no, no, I don't. He doesn't like it, but it's internet radio. We don't have the FCC. Oh. But we don't. Now you tell her. We, we have now to. You tell <laughs> at the end of the show. We've known yeah. each other for 15 minutes. It's like, you know. No. Yeah. I just wish she would put some pants radio. on because this is really. This is Pantsless you know, Monday. I just don't. I mean, Monday. I just don't understand. You know, I know it's radio, but still. Oh, well, please. I didn't have pants for my audition. So I didn't have time. If, I have, if I have one more audition like right? that today, I tell you. Was it with a guy, Phil? That guy? Behind the Starbucks, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tell you, it was they chilling. They said it was Disney, but it was Disney, but they spelled it with a Z. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Spelled it with a Z. Oh, I don't, I'm not getting my rim shots today. Oh, nobody is. Shot there. Nobody anyway. Is. All right, you have. Uh, well, thank you for you both the have last to come eight back. minutes. No, I'm, thank you. Oh, I will come back. I promise. You better. No. You better. <laughs> And uh, and Sir Davis yes. Gaines, always a Thank pleasure you. to Great have to you see on you the guys. show. Thanks and I'm going to see your show on Sunday. We're going to be interviewing the two yes. of you. Along with so I won't be late for that. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will so look forward to that. And Paul? Yes. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure to work with you on Mondays. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will see you all next week. Thank you. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Paul Strolley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.